so vain. I'm pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, today is Monday, September 28th, 2020. My name is Joe Batance, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batance. I'm going to tell you guys something. Sometimes it happens where like, I'm like, oh, I have some stuff to talk about today. And then I do. And then something super dramatic happens. And I'm like, ugh, now we have to talk about it right here on This Joe Batance, right here on Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show where I talk about my personal life and the goings-on and the dramas and the comedies and the tragedies and that take up that life. And today we're talking about the events of September 28th, 2020. Gosh, what a really busy day. And it culminates in just like a very dramatic moment. Just a fucking... I'm going to need a Zanny just for the day. I'm going to need to take a Xanax. And I can't have to wake up early to talk to, to the aide. And if I do, I'll sleep right through it but um <clears throat> so let's actually there's a very dramatic finish to this day it'll probably take up most of this episode but let's zip through what happened today uh i had no reason to wake up particularly early today uh i woke up at uh, uh i actually woke up in the middle of the night i had a very strange dream but i remember being very vivid i have very cinematic uh, logical storylines. And I woke up at around 2.30 in the morning from uh, one of these very vivid, intense dreams. And at the time, I remember thinking, like, God, that was just so scary that, um, or intense that it, it could have been real. Like, your dreams are so weird, Joe. But I don't remember what it is now. But anyway, uh, it took me about an hour to go back to sleep. Maybe even less, maybe 45 minutes, half an hour. Five minutes, who knows. And then I slept like, right through, and I woke up probably about 7.30 or 8. And then I had to, um, I don't know what, oh, I think Aiden called me in that first hour. And I had a class at 9.30 to teach. I don't know what I did for that first hour and a half, but I had a class to teach at 9.30. Um, can I remember I didn't play Animal Crossing. I usually play Animal Crossing first thing in the morning, and I didn't get to it till late this afternoon to get my chores done. But I was busy with something. It was, oh, I know what it was. No, I had like little things I had to take care of. Like, you know, my DMV problem. I actually did go to the virtual field office and make an application. Uh, I was doing a bunch of busy work. I, I So I actually started probably at 8 a.m. I started doing busy work. Then I had a class at 930 And then that went from 930 to 1030. I just hate fucking stupid-ass parents, and I know some of you are stupid-ass parents out there. And I just know it's like when you work in a business, and, and, and I'm sure they're not stupid-ass people, 
but you work in a business and you know it inside and out and you tell the client something and then they don't believe you and then it comes true and then they want to know why you didn't tell them. Essentially what happened today. These people had signed up for an SAT class and I made them register for a class before we did the class because I was saying it's it's really hard right now. It's crazy. And they're changing them all the time and they're canceling them. So they did it. We started the class. And actually, this was supposed to be the last week of the class. And today, the, we had the first of the last three sessions. And the class starts at 9.30. And one of the moms text me. Well, I knew that one of the girls, her SAT was canceled. But then that same mom messaged me and said that all the SATs were canceled. And can we just stop doing the class? But we were really going to finish. We we're going to literally finish the lessons today and the, the rest of it was practice. So I said, let's just do this last lesson today. And um, we did. And then uh, we're going to come back when they actually get into an SAT class. They may not into an SAT test. They, that, I'm be honest with you people. That may never happen for this class. I'll be honest with you. That may never happen for this class. Um, we'll see. Um, but, uh, so we have that situation. Okay. Then after that at 1030, I had breakfast and I told my dad, my mom has a weekly call with her church group from 1130 to 130. So we usually, my dad and I try to plan errands for that time. So I had to get lab work done. Uh, because I have a doctor's appointment on Wednesday, and because it's been so long since I've seen her, she wanted it, it was just like a standard uh, lab work thing, and uh, and so they have that appointment on Wednesday. So I went. Uh, so anyway, I said, can, can, I said, can you take me at eleven thirty to go do that? So I ate breakfast really quickly, then I worked out, and then took a quick shower, and then it was eleven thirty. And we left, and I went to get my blood work done, in and out, COVID-related. It was actually kind of nice because everything happened so fast because they make fewer people because of COVID. And then um, uh, from there, we went to Home Depot, and my dad had to get a faucet. And uh, then we went and picked up lunch, and then I came home. I was late for my phone call with Aiden, which was at 1 and but we had a little bit of a phone call we didn't we i couldn't talk to him it was weird i couldn't talk to him at like this morning that long i couldn't talk we tried all day we weren't getting a hold of each other but this becomes important later so i talked to him very briefly and then i spoke to carlo till 2 p.m and then i went and had lunch the lunch i bought we actually i actually finally ate it at two and then i had to watch drag race thailand and i started getting sleepy i was watching drag race thailand and then at three o'clock, I was working on Drag Race Thailand. And then I did squeeze in my homework for uh, Animal Crossing. And then at 4 p.m., I had a meeting. And I was, well, was going to actually talk about this meeting. I can't really talk about that much today because of what happened. I don't know how much time we have left. I guess I could actually figure out. Hold on. But, um, uh, oh, I have time. So... <clears throat> You guys will be hearing more about this as I learn more information. But my friend Vanessa is one of the co-founders of the Women's March in Washington. Okay, she's a political activist, political organizer. And she contacted me more than a week ago, but not two weeks ago, 
about doing something drag related to to get out the vote. They have a bunch of things that they're trying to do. One of them being it could be LGBT slash gay slash drag related. I don't know why it's an LGBT slash gay uh, thing. So now her organization is uh, teaming up with me, and I've actually uh, wrangled Brett Baxley. And by the way, if any of you who are listening want to be involved, uh, hit me up on Discord or uh, email me at joebatanzaafterthought.media if you have any plans. If you want to be in- it, it is going to be really cool because uh, there's talk of Cher being involved. Uh, very famous drag queens. Evie Oddly's already committed to being part of this. I'm going to use that to maybe get other famous drag queens. I'm going to talk to Nina West. Uh, I'm going to reach out to Hollow Eve, who I've interviewed. Uh, it's going to be, it's, it, it, we're really, really working. Maybe Chris, maybe, uh, Brett will talk to Crystal Method. We will see. I have a meeting with Brett tomorrow. So, uh, it, there's a lot of things in the works for this thing. And the, the essential plan is to basically, uh, get out the, the gay youth vote or just a gay vote or just a drag vote. It's funny because I wanted it to, you know, they have to be careful what they name it because they can't seem partisan. So they want to be like drag, drag me to the polls or something like that. And I was like, it would be great if we could call it drag him out. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that a great, great title? Drag him out. I should still probably call it that. And, uh, and so that's in the works. We had a, we had a Zoom meeting about that today, like a Zoom organizational meeting about that today at four. That went till five. Okay. Then at five o'clock, I had told Lori we would do Drag Race Thailand. I was so fucking exhausted. So exhausted. That all I wanted to do was do nothing. My day, if you heard, my day was just fucking jam-packed with stuff. I don't even know what I did. From I think I talked on the phone to somebody. Maybe Adam Vaught? Um, I knew Aiden was getting off work at 6, and he'd be calling me at 6. But I talked to Adam Vaught for... Oh, yeah, yeah, I talked to Adam Vaught till 5.45. And he said, well, I know you need to talk to Aiden, so I'll let you go. Probably the worst thing that happened, because that's how this drama happens. So I'm going to kill time from 5.45 till 6 until Aiden calls. And I... Uh, I'm going through my text messages and you know, this group of girls that I talk with, you know, we all went to high school together and stuff. And one of them wrote a book about Ruth Bader Ginsburg a few years ago. And so, uh, I guess a Ruth Bader Ginsburg fan and fan of her book wrote her a, a letter and said, uh, I'm sorry for your loss. Cause you know, my friend was a big fan of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, obviously. And so this woman was an artist and, and made this beautiful sketch of Ruth Bader Ginsburg that she sent her. And so she shared it with us on the on the phone. And uh, uh, I, I was sending jokey pictures back about drawings that I had made. Well, Laura, Mercedes and I'm sorry, Mercedes and I... What was the name of that app? Was it called like Draw Yourself or Draw It? It was like a, it was like Pictionary, but for your phone. Okay, 
And uh, Mercedes and I were uh, big fans of it. And we would play, but at the event, but by a certain point, you just get sick of it. So we started, sorry, no matter what the prompt was, we would draw the same picture. I'm not going to get into what that picture was. It's boring. It would make no, I have to tell a whole other backstory. Um, how much time do I have? Okay, I'll tell this backstory. We have these friends. I won't even say who they are. Just, it, it's some horrible case that I know who they are. So, uh, in case they ever listen, where they wanted to make me and Chris and Mercedes dinner. And they wanted to make this new turkey chili recipe that they had. Okay. And we're great. We love turkey chili. And we were really excited. And they came over. And this turkey chili was so awful. It was awful. Awful, awful, awful. It was like inedible awful. Right? And we had to brave through it and eat it. Okay? So any prompt we got, we would draw a version of us sitting at the table having to eat this food. And, but let's say for instance, it was shoe, right? We had to draw a shoe. I was, someone would just draw, we would just draw a shoe on the table, but still that same picture. So for the purposes of the joke, I want, can you make Mercedes laugh? I wanted to go find one of those old pictures and send it in the text message chain. That'd be really funny. So, but that happened like literally five years ago. So as I'm going back five years, okay, I'm going to see a bunch of, I have, I have all my photos on Amazon photos. I'm seeing a bunch of old photos that I have, you know, there was a series of pictures that I sent to Sweet Michael that they were these weird inside jokes that I don't understand anymore. So I sent, I downloaded those pictures and I sent them to him. I said, do you remember what these jokes mean? Uh, what's funny is after what happens right now, I, we never actually addressed this. Like, I'll find out tomorrow. I'm supposed to call him tomorrow. But that was one of them. But the other thing was Cameron years ago went to a yard sale and saw this funny picture, this painting that he thought was funny and legitimately is funny. It's a funniness that only like you have to have that sense of humor because it's just a pic- a painting of an old woman and her holding her dog in this weird setting, but it's just so bizarre. And the person wanted like $5 for it. So he bought it, you know, and I loved it too. So I took a picture of it. So I thought it'd be funny because I haven't heard from him in a few weeks. I thought it would be funny to send him uh, this picture. Okay. So I just sent him the picture and said, you know, hey, saw this and I thought of you. And he writes back pretty quickly and he says, like, oh, yeah, it's hanging on my wall. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, well, long time, no talk. Hope to hear from you soon or something like that. You know, that, you know, polite way of being like, okay, well, that's the end of the conversation. And he writes back, oh, yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, you know, I love you. I, you know, I still care a lot about you, Joe. But uh, honestly, you really creeped me out last time. 
We talked. Don't ever ask me for a fucking dick pic again. I never asked Cameron for a dick pic. And so I go, I literally responded incredulously and it was genuine. I was like, what? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. I never asked you for a dick pic. What are you talking about? In fact, to the point where I actually re- I reread his text message because I was like, did he send this to the wrong person? And But no, it said Joe. It said my name. And he responds, fuck off. Okay, I'll bite. The OnlyFans conversation. Or like when you suggested I'd make an OnlyFans. And when he told me, I remembered the conversation. It was in the last conversation I had with him, maybe. But I wasn't suggest. I mean, I may have even suggested he didn't only. The conversation came up, and I don't know if I've ever talked about this on here or anything. See, there's going to be another big revelation happening right now. Is there was a time in the beginning of the pandemic, around the spring, April, May, let's say, where, um, a bunch of people that I knew, Carlo from Germany, Sweet Michael and his boyfriend, but more importantly to you guys, Evan and Dan, were considering, all three of them, starting OnlyFans accounts. Okay. And I was just so surprised by this. And there's more to this story, but I'll have to tell it. Do I have time right now? No, I don't have time. Wait, I don't want, I can't see the clock. No, I don't have time. So, um, yeah, Evan and Dan were going to start an OnlyFans. And I actually offered, and I'll, I'll get into this maybe tomorrow if I remember, to promote it on Afterthought. In fact, I seriously considered making like an Afterthought After Dark and just promoting all these OnlyFans. You know, and I was telling them like, you can make a lot of money. Uh, if you guys just promote it, we will have an afterthought only fans. And then you guys could, the afterthoughts could subscribe and then I'll just give you guys the money. I'll take a small cut. And I may have even telling that part to Cameron. I mean, we were just having a conversation because Michael made the point that to me when he was talking about it, that only fans is the new gig economy for gay people, right? For gay guys. And, uh, I was, t- I probably was telling him, I, I don't know if I was telling him about Evan. I was, t- but it came up this story. I'm just telling you in a conversation I had with Cameron, it came up and I distinctly remember he said, is it only for gay guys? And I went, no, 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 no. There's straight people. There's all kinds, you know, anyone can do it. In fact, I even said there are a lot of straight guys who are making extra money doing only fans for gay guys. And I remember he went, huh, and I may have said you should do it or something like that. I probably did, right? Because Cameron's always said he wanted to be a porn star. He wanted to be in porn, right? But I never expressed it. Guys, I've told you, he looks like if a fucking cigarette became a human being. I think he looks disgusting. 
And so I was mortified. First of all, I have this huge insecurity and this huge fear of being seen as creepy. It's it's just a huge, huge sensitive topic for me. And it's it would horrify me if anyone saw me as creepy. In fact, Aiden and I have had conversations about this. I'm always, like I've told you before, consent is super important to me. Super important to me. And being seen as a creepy guy trying to get the eye, that would horrify me to no end. So it really, really tapped into a really sensitive area for me. And I kind of let her have it. And I said, you know, oh, there it is. Oh, let me tell you, if there's no stories tomorrow, I'll have to continue this tomorrow, but... This led to a very minor issue, very minor, on a scale of 1 to 10, a 2, with me and Aiden. Um, but I feel better now, but I was not in a good place earlier today. We'll have to get into this tomorrow on this Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. Afterthought Media.